When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome to another new episode of the Get Organized with Declutter Me podcast with myself, Shalina. I hope you're well wherever you are in the world. Today, I want to talk about small spaces. So whether you're living in a cozy apartment, a tiny house, or dealing with limited storage areas, this episode is packed with tips and tricks to help you maximize every inch of your space. So grab a notebook and pen or your phone if you're going to get notes on there and let's get started. So before we delve into the solutions, let's take a moment to understand the unique challenges that come with small spaces. Here are some of the unique challenges associated with organizing small spaces. Number one is limited storage. So small spaces often come with limited built-in storage options. This means you need to get really creative with how you store your belongings. Finding space for everything while keeping it easily accessible can be quite a puzzle. Next is clutter accumulation. So in a confined area, even a small amount of clutter can make a space feel chaotic and overwhelming. It's easier for things to just get out of hand and for clutter to accumulate really quickly, making it a challenge to keep your space tidy. Then there's multifunctional areas. So small spaces often need to serve multiple purposes. Um, especially like places like a studio. So a room might need to function as a living room, a home office, a guest bedroom, a bathroom, you know, all at once. And this requires really careful planning and organization to ensure each area is functional and doesn't encroach on the others. Another aspect or unique challenge that I find with clients is the visual overload. So in tight quarters, visual clutter can make a space feel even smaller. Too many patterns, colors, or decor items can make your space feel cramped and disorganized. So finding that balance between adding personality and maintaining a clean look is essential. Small spaces can sometimes lack private nooks or separate rooms, which can be challenging when you're trying to work, read, or have some downtime, you know, with your other half or with children. So that is another issue with small spaces. Selecting the right furniture is also crucial in small spaces. So bulky or oversized furniture can eat up precious square footage, making the area feel cramped. So you have to choose multifunctional furniture like storage ottomans or foldable tables that can help maximize your spaces. And I'm going to talk about that more in a bit. And then in smaller areas, it's vital to have efficient storage um, and organizational systems to prevent chaos. So without these proper systems in place, items can quickly become misplaced, making it hard to locate your things when you need them. You also need to create a functional layout so that maximizes both space and flow um, to ensure that it's, you know, not a challenge. So poorly arranged furniture can make a small space feel even smaller and less comfortable to navigate. How many times have you bumped into your sofa because it's a massive sofa in a small area. You know, it it happens often. Another thing is parting with belongings which have an emotional attachment. That can be a challenge. And in a small space, every item has a more significant impact. 
So learning to let go of items that no longer serve you is essential for keeping the small space clutter-free. So remember, for every challenge presented, there presents an opportunity for creative and efficient organization. With the right strategies and mindset, you can transform your small space into a functional and harmonious environment. And that's what we're going to get into now. So the first step to conquering any small space is decluttering. So start by assessing every item in your space and categorizing them into keep, donate, sell or discard. Be ruthless. The more you declutter, the more space you'll uncover. As always, start with a mini declutter. So spend 15 to 20 minutes on each small area, seeing what you can donate, sell or discard or even keep from your life. That will make it then easier to organize your space. So do one shelf, do one cupboard, do your coffee table. Don't do too much because it will get overwhelming. But do a mini declutter and that will help you to start clearing up space. Next, we want to design functional zones. So now that you've decluttered, it's time to organize your small space in a way that maximizes its potential. So when designing functional zones, consider the flow of your space and group items that are used together. So for example, in the kitchen, divide your kitchen into task-based zones such as prep, cooking, and cleaning, and keep frequently used items within arm's reach of each zone to minimize movement and save time. So all your cooking items, your saucepans, your spices, your oil should be near the cooker. Crockery could be somewhere near the sink because that's where you clean it or put it in, you know, the dishwasher and then take it out. So think of it in zones within that kitchen. Next, think about using vertical storage. So that's like um, wall mounted shelves, magnetic strips for knives and spices, you know, hang pots and pans from hooks to free up cabinet space as well. Another thing to think about in your kitchen is uh, to invest in foldable or multi-use kitchen tools and appliances to save space. So for instance, consider a cutting board that can be placed over the sink so it makes it easier and you have more space as well. And you can get some great ones now in some of the stores um, to put over your sink. When you think about a studio apartment, here are some of the favorite ways I find to create functional zones. So furniture arrangement is a key thing. So use your furniture strategically to create a distinct living, sleeping, and working area. Use bookshelves or room dividers to visually separate these zones. Under bed storage is great, especially when you've got small storage areas. You know, you haven't got much area to put things. I usually say no to anything under under the bed because it's bad feng shui. It stops the flow of air around your, uh, your room. But if you have limited space, use under the bed, you know, get one of those great storage boxes that you can put under the bed and you can put things like winter clothes, Christmas trees, Christmas decorations, anything that you don't need all the time you can put under the bed. But make sure you do go under it every so often to clear up the dust. Another thing to opt for is floating furniture like warm mounted desks, tables and shelves to free up the floor space and maintain an open feel. Um, You can get really great desks now or tables, and you can use that as your dining table and your desk. So it's it's incredibly multifunctional. Dual-purpose furniture is, you know, awesome as well. So includes like things like storage ottomans or sofa beds and dining tables that can be used as workspaces. So think about things like that as well in your small apartment. 
So next, I want to talk about smart storage solutions. So storage is a key in small spaces, and I'll introduce you to a variety of smart storage solutions that will revolutionize the way you think about storing your belongings. So I talked about uh, vertical shelving in the kitchen, but also use vertical shelving for uh, like shelves, cabinets, wall-mounted storage units in your living room, in your bedroom. That will utilize otherwise unused space and keep your floor clean. And you can get a lot of these cupboards now that you can put higher up. You don't have to have them on the floor. So that's great because it leaves the floor free um, from you know, furniture and you can have less dust as well mounting up. Next, let's talk about wall-mounted hooks. So install hooks on walls and doors to hang items like your bags, your hats, your keys. This keeps things off the service and also prevents clutter as well. Um, another thing we talked, I like talking about, and I've talked about it already, is the Ottomans. So storage Ottomans are so multifunctional, so useful. They're perfect for living rooms and for your, you know, for your bedroom as well. You can put your clothes in it. You can put your shoes, blankets, remotes, books you know, anything that you want to use and then use the top as a seating. So it's so useful and so versatile. So get one of those and they're great for putting your legs up as well when you're tired. Um, pegboards. I don't know if you've thought about pegboards before to utilize on your in your house. They are not just for craft rooms. You can use them for so many ways, you know, in so many ways in the house. I've seen them being used in the, the uh, bathrooms, which has just been incredibly clever. Um, they can also be used in your office, in your bedroom to hang like your makeup or your, you know, hair stuff, um, and even decorative items. So, you know, tools as well. I've seen it in garages and storerooms. So find pegboard that suits you. There's a great one in Ikea with different accessories that you can put onto the pegboard as well. It is so clever and so useful. So see what you have and what you want to put onto the pegboard and then get right the right um, things, accessories to put onto that pegboard. Another thing that's really useful if you've got limited space is over-the-door organizers. So they're great for storing shoes, your accessories, cleaning supplies, um, toiletries. So I've seen them in maids' rooms. I've seen them in bathrooms. It's just they're really, really uh, useful, and they're really cheap to buy as well. You can get them on Amazon. Nested furniture. So we've talked about foldable furniture, but let's talk about nested furniture. So that's things like tables, chairs that can be stacked and pulled out when you need them and pushed together when not in use to save you space. You can also find these um, dining tables I've seen where they're quite compact and then you can put the chairs in in such a way that it doesn't take up space and it goes under the, the table. It's really clever. So you find furniture like this that is clever and can take up less space. Another thing to think about is corner shelves. So install corner shelves to make use of otherwise wasted corner space. These are perfect for displaying decor items, um, small items or books. And a lot of people have books. So, you know, that's a great way to store them. If you have a garage or storage area and you're not utilizing the space fully, think about ceiling storage. So they're, they're a big thing in America. They're, they're coming here as well. And in the UK, I've seen more and more of that being um, used in uh, places. And they're great for keeping things like sports equipment, seasonal items like Christmas stuff. Um, you can get hooks for the bikes as well. So find the right thing to suit for your ceiling and to hold everything up. But there, there's some great things out there right now. Another thing that's really useful is rolling carts. So you can use these rolling carts uh, for 
your kitchen, your bathroom, your office, your living room, anything you need to have and you can just move it around um, when it's not in use or hide it under a desk or a table or something. I've seen it used for hair as well. So, you know, people put the hair dryers and everything on there and all the hair products and then they just wheel it around when they're doing their hair. Another thing which is like uh, uh, these rolling carts is a pull-out pantry. So if you have a narrow space between your cabinets, consider installing pull-out pantry shelves. And this maximizes like tight spots um, and gives you more storage space. And you can get some great ones in stores um, and ones that could fit between the cooker and the fridge or a cupboard. So they're really, really useful and give you so much space. Next, I want to talk about your mindset and maintenance. So what do I mean by that? Well, I'm going to tell you. So maintaining an organized small space is an ongoing journey. So I want you to first think about mindful acquisitions. So what I mean by that is practice mindful purchasing. Before you buy something new, ask yourself if it's truly necessary and where will it fit in your space. This prevents unnecessary clutter from entering your home. I won't buy something immediately online or in a shop. If I'm in a shop, I walk around with the item in my hand, look at other things, even if I'm not interested in buying anything else. But I'll look around and then I'll look at the item that's in my hand every so often and think, do I really want it? Do I really love it? Can I live without it? If I do really love it, I will buy it. But if I can live without it or I can go to another shop and come back later if I really do want it, then I will do that. And with online shopping, what I do is put it in the basket and then I'll wait a few days. And if it's still in the basket and it's still available and I still love it because I will relook again, I will buy it. If it's not in the basket anymore, it wasn't meant to be. Um, so, and, and that works really well because I buy things from like the outlet and stuff. So, you know, um, the things are always going. So if you don't buy it, I'm like, mm, oh, well, it wasn't meant to be. So, you know, be more mindful when you purchase. Next thing is my favorite rule, which is one in, two out. So buy one, get rid of two. So for every item you bring into your space, commit to removing two. This is a core mantra of mine, and I know you've heard it before if you've been listening to the podcast for years, um, but this prevents accumulation and also gives you more space as well. And what I say is if you have a, a bag, put that in your uh, wardrobe and Every time you find something that you don't want, you don't use, wherever it is in the house, put it in that bag. And when it's full, you can give it for donation. But you then accomplish the remove too while, you know, without thinking about it. So, you know, when you get to the buy one, you've already gotten rid of two. So, you know, this is a good way to get rid of stuff. And it does give you much more space. Next, I want you to do regular decluttering sessions. So set aside time each month for decluttering sessions. Go through different spaces, identify items you no longer need or use. And I mean, if you do the bag trick that I just told you about, then you don't even have to set aside a time because you're constantly decluttering. So you want to build the habit to just declutter automatically all the time. Don't make it scheduled if you can't handle it, but do spend a few minutes every so often during the month to do a mini declutter. Also, dedicate five minutes each day to tidy up a specific area. So focus on putting items back where they belong and clearing surfaces. This prevents clutter from building up. I always hate washing up, but I know that spending one or two minutes washing my dishes means less time doing it when there is a sink full of washing. I know it's a weird thought and a weird way of thinking about it, but it works. 
The same with if you spend a few seconds putting your clothes away, whether in the laundry basket, back on the hanger, into your closet, that will take less than a minute. But if you just leave clothes lying around everywhere, that's going to take 10, 20, 30 minutes to sort out when you finally do get bothered to do it. So if you spend a few seconds doing it now, you'll save minutes later on. Next, I want you to create designated spots for items like your keys, your mail, your bags near the entrance. This prevents items from being scattered throughout your space and for you wasting precious time looking for things. So you know that my mantra is, can you find it in five seconds or less? So I want you to have that for everything, especially for these key things that you need all the time. So if you need your bag, you need your keys, put it in the entranceway in a place that's easy to pick up and to drop off. Next, keep a designated area for items you plan to donate. So when the area is full, schedule a donation drop off. So as I said, if you have a bag in your wardrobe and you fill it up, then you have that to put on the, in the front door and get it picked up or you go drop it off for donation. Another rule that I like using is the one touch rule. So that is you handle items only once. So for example, when you bring in the mail, deal with it immediately by sorting, recycling or filing it. Um, the same with Amazon packages. As soon as you get it, you pick it up open the box, see what's in there, deal with the box, deal with the item, and then move on to the next thing. Don't leave packages languishing around because then you're never going to open it. And of course, it's going to take much longer to open all of them later on. And you might forget that you actually bought something. Extend your organization to your digital life now as well. So I've talked about it before and you, you'll find it in, um, in my show, you know, all these uh, episodes about digital um, decluttering and organizing. Um, and I'm going to talk about it more over the next few weeks, but regularly declutter your digital files, unsubscribe from unnecessary emails and organize your digital documents. And finally, do a nightly reset. So before bed, do a quick walkthrough of your space to ensure everything is in its place. This sets you up for a clutter-free morning. I don't know about you, but I would get stressed seeing clutter in the house when I wake up in the morning. So I like to have it all clutter free the night before I go and, you know, I go to bed rested and not worrying about looking after the clutter in the morning. And it's the same with making your bed, you know, when the morning, when you get up, make your bed. So when you go to bed, you have this lovely made bed to jump into. It's like going back, it's like going to a hotel room, you know, you have a nice bed to go into. You should do the same for yourself in your house. I want you to stay focused as well on your goals. So remind yourself of the benefits of an organized space. So less stress, more clarity and increased productivity. And this is especially important when you have small spaces. So use these motivations to stay committed to ha your habit of being organized. I also want you to be realistic. So accept that clutter might still accumulate despite your efforts. Don't get discouraged and, you know, setbacks happen. Just commit or recommit to your habits and keep going. I get clutter in my house every so often. I'm no minimalist. I will go shopping. So, you know, people assume that I'm a minimalist because of my job, but I, I have clutter as well. So I do a mini declutter whenever I see too much in my space or I've been inspired working in an area with a client. I have a weird thing about bathrooms. So if I've worked on bathrooms with my client during the day, and I might be dead exhausted after eight hours of decluttering and organizing a, a bathroom and, you know, or a house. And I would have done a bathroom. I will come home. Of course, we'll go to the bathroom because I'll have a shower. I'll use the bathroom. And I will then start decluttering 
in my bathroom. So my bathroom is one of the most decluttered places in my house because every few weeks I will get some kind of weird inspiration from being with clients to declutter my stuff. So I would declutter my medicine, I would declutter toiletries, um, you know, ones that I bought that were completely useless. I'll get rid of makeup. It's, it's, it's a weird thing, but it's my thing. So, um, yeah, have that moment. And if you're weird like that and you start decluttering more, embrace the weirdness like I do. I want you to then, after being weird, is to learn to let go. So over time, develop the ability to let go of items that no longer serve you. So sentimental items can be photographed before donating to preserve the memory if you need to, but I don't want you to add to the digital clutter as well. And then imagine how you would want your small space to look and function. This mental picture can help you make decisions that align with your organizational goals. So think about how you want the furniture to be laid out. Do you need to declutter some of the furniture? Do you need to declutter more stuff? How do you want to maximize that small space that you can be organized and enjoy the space? So remember, cultivating an organizational mindset and adopting these habits is a gradual process. So start small, do a mini declutter, be consistent and celebrate your progress along the way. And over time, these habits will become second nature and your small space will remain clutter-free and organized. Before I wrap up today, I wanted to address some listener questions about organizing small spaces. So thank you so much if you've been sending questions and comments. So one of the listener questions was, how do I make the most of a small bedroom? So for one of the top tips I have for a small bedroom is choose furniture that has built-in storage, like a bed with drawers underneath or a wardrobe with adjustable shelving. Consider also using wall-mounted shelves for additional storage without taking out floor space. But as I said, like, you know, beds with drawers, they're amazing. You can put your bedding in there, towels, bags, shoes. They're so useful. So think about furniture pieces that will be useful in a small bedroom. Thanks so much for the questions. And if you do have any more questions, always leave a comment, send me a message, send me a DM on social media, and I'll be happy to put them out there on the podcast. And there you have it, a comprehensive guide to organizing small spaces. I hope you're feeling inspired and ready to tackle your cluttered small spaces. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, for more organizational inspiration, you can visit my website at www.declutterme.com. Thank you again for listening, and I hope to speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.